on this week's episode, we talk all about cartoons. Cass and I have watched many cartoons together and we're excited to discuss them with you. So stick around. Hello and welcome to Rare with Blair. The podcast where two best friends with the same rare disease are living our best lives. I'm your host, Cassandra. And I'm your host, Casey. Case, I am so excited to talk about this. Oh my gosh, me too. It's one of our favorite things. We've been wanting to do this episode for a while. But first, have you been? Let's see. I've been okay. I've been okay. I've been in and out of town a bunch since like mid-March and... I'm, like, excited. It's been fun. It's been fun to travel. I know you've been traveling a bunch, too, though. Um, It's true. It'll be nice when there's a little less traveling going on, just to have a little bit of of downtime, but I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. How have you been? I've been good. I got back from the Eras Taylor Swift tour. Oh, man, um, please update. Please. It was phenomenal, and I feel kind of bad being like, it was the most amazing show ever, like, to people who haven't been, because I know, like, not, you know, some of our listeners or maybe couldn't go or or something, but it really was, really was, like, magical, and I'm so grateful. I did wait five hours to get that ticket, so I'm glad it was worth it was worth something. Uh, I'm, um, I'm like low-key jealous because all of that Ticketmaster stuff went down. And I like, I tried to get some. I know, like I've, I mentioned before, I'm like, I'm not the biggest Taylor fan, but I've heard that her yeah. shows are like something to behold. And I'm a little bummed yeah. that I didn't, I, I wasn't able to get it, but I am living vicariously through you. What was your favorite part? <laughs> It's yeah. Well, my favorite album is Folklore, okay. and everyone decided to sit down during that part, though, uh-huh. and it made my heart <laughs> so sad because they need to respect, give the respect. I think to that's that album frankly that rude. I know that it it's like a three-hour show, but mm. yes, a mm. three-hour show. So <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of. Yeah, it's over three hours. It was three hours and 15 minutes. Wow. That's amazing, though. It was just insane. Wow. Anything else with you? Well, wait, wait. Oh, yes, sorry. One more question about the Arrows of Tour. Of course. We've got to give Arrows the moment it deserves. It deserves the moment. When did you cry the most? I cried. So I really mostly cried when she first came out. Like when she first came out, it was playing like a little medley of some of like some of her older. Was it songs like dark and, and stuff? Songs. Yes, and oh. it like made me just like think about how long she's been. A, it's so cheesy, but like how long her music has been a part of my life because I was no, a fan that is from, special like, the first album. And so it just got me, you know. We were all crying, like my whole group. Everybody. <laughs> it sounds so dumb, but like yeah, no, and no, definitely when. She sang Marjorie, the song about her grandmother, was emotional, too. Oh, so special. I So, I mean, I don't know. Some people aren't really music people, but I, like, I get really moved in some concerts, too. So, I know I totally get Mm. that. It it doesn't sound silly to me, but I... Well, thank you. I understand. I understand. Yeah. It's not even like I'm a huge Taylor, like, fangirl. It was more like the music that made me emotional, so... Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. that. But that's so cool. What are you doing yes. coming up? I'm about to go to the beach with my family pretty soon. Ooh. And I love the beach, as you know. It's one of my favorite places. Oh, that'll be fun. So I can't wait. 
Yes. What about you, Gur? Any any other life updates before we get going into this fun app? Yeah. Um. Nothing major. I will also be out of town around the same time that Case is out of town. I'm going to yes. Spain. I'm really excited. It's, yes. it's going to be really fun. Um. So we'll have to update the pod when the, after that happens. But to get us started, we have to tell the listeners about <laughs> our friendship. Oh wow! Yes, we're getting deep. We're we we're are. Deep. We are. This is sit back, relax. We're gonna tell you a tale. Grab a cup of whatever you want to drink and yes. <laughs> enjoy. Get, get, get cozy. <laughs> this is a cozy a cozy it vibe. It really episode. is. It really is. Yes, and it really is. Uh, okay, so so as many of you know, if you're new here, maybe you don't. Um, Case and I live in different states, and you know. We always talk about how this pod is a really good way for us to stay connected besides like making content for you guys, which we also love. But um, something that I don't know who started this, but sometime a couple years ago, we were talking about Steven Universe, which we will talk about, um, a show that Casey introduced me to. And we were thinking, like, oh, wouldn't it be so fun if we could, like, quote-unquote, watch it together? And so that's kind of what we ended up trying to do, is we would watch episodes of a show and then, like, send each other very detailed thoughts. Yes. So, yeah, we weren't actually watching these episodes at the same time, at the exact same time. But we, every day, we would have an episode, like, quota to meet, basically, depending on how long the shows were. So... If it, Steven Universe, for instance, has shorter episodes, so we would watch two a day. That would be our task, mm. watch two a day. Our assignment, if you day. will. <laughs> yeah, our assignment to each other. <laughs> and if it's a longer show, watch one a day, and then send your thoughts via voice memo. And this has become Case and Cass's Cartoon Adventures, and we have indeed watched five full series of cartoons wow. together. It's unreal. And it's been a delight. Yeah, and it's so been a delight. we've only really <laughs> taken one break because yes as we were watching steven we had to switch platforms because the final season like wasn't available where we were watching it before and so we took like a like a year break i think almost or at least nine months and then we we went right back to it and then we kind of haven't stopped (laughs) yeah we have not stopped this has just become a normal part of our friendship and trust me we have an ongoing long list of more cartoons that we want to watch and so we were going to, like, exp- talk about the cartoons we have watched, the five that we've watched together. Um, but before that, we were going to just talk about cartoons in general because we both love cartoons. We okay, really listen, do. We are full-grown adults. Yes. But we love a cartoon, and you're one of my only friends that I share this I'm passion I'm honestly with. honored. <laughs> No, I literally, I don't know what I would do without you because I feel like liking cartoons as an adult definitely is not the norm. Uh, it's a little different. And I kind of get annoyed it's like because... totally abnormal, but it's also yeah. not, I don't know. I know a lot of people who don't, and so do you. They've become more mainstream lately, maybe. Um, but I feel like people have said things like, oh... You have childhood trauma and you're trying to revert back to childhood no. by holding on to the... And no. it's like, no, that's not... It's not always that deep, bro. I've always loved cart. Yeah. I don't think we ever stopped liking... You know, most people get to an age where they stop liking a cartoon. Yeah. I don't think we ever, we ever got I there. I don't 
think so. I mean, there were definitely shows that we outgrew as we got older, which mm-hmm. is just a natural part of life. But also, I don't know. I, I've always really loved cartoons because they they feel a little nostalgic. It's really, I mean, even if it's like an adult cartoon, like something like Bob's Burgers, right, which we both love, right? It's yes. not a kid's show. It's not a show that I like grew up watching or anything, but... I love, I love looking at it. I love enjoying the art, but also it feels cozy in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. They like feel wholesome. Um, and I really appreciate the art of it. Like yeah. I really like, I'm not a visual artist. I'm not a great, great at drawing or whatever, but I think it's like a beautiful art form and people don't give it enough credit for that. A lot of these shows are really visually stunning. And speaking of vision, I know we've talked about yeah. this before where cartoons are a little easier for us to see. There's just like less going on. Like, mm-hmm. obviously we like shows and movies with actual actors in them, of course, but Something with cartoons, you don't have to worry as much about, like, really darkly lit scenes, which usually sets the tone in a movie. But it's Mm -hmm. honestly really hard for us to tell what's actually going on in these, like, really, I don't know, these scenes that have a lot of play or, like, something that might be really action-packed. Like, it's just hard to to take all of that in visually. Uh, But with 2D, like, the colors are brighter and... Things are generally a little bit simpler, but not simpler in a boring way. There, I mean, shows that we're going to talk about ha- have some really like beautiful and stunning visual complexity to them. Mm-hmm. I also really love the voice acting aspect of it. Like, I love seeing actor, like voice actors in different shows, and just seeing how they fill the role of each character, and it's it's so impressive. It really is. Yeah. And we both love music, and a lot of these shows have such lovely, fantastic music, whether it be kind of a musical show where the characters are singing or even just the background music of it all can be really, really awesome. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. It's 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 really a world unto itself. And I think that, um, so we're not necessarily, like, anime people, but we're also not not right. anime people. It's just that, like... I've only, so I've watched anime before, but, like, I've only ever watched anime, really, that someone has recommended to me. Um, I don't, I, I don't really know how to, how to know whether a show is good or wh- whether it's going to be something that I mm-hmm. am going to like. But I also have to watch it with, like, a an audio dub because reading subtitles is very challenging. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of them are just just have subtitles, and that's really hard for us visually. Um, anime, I don't have anything against it. There's just so much of it, so and much it's hard it. to even know where to start. And I've tried, but yeah, mostly um, we're watching cartoons made in America for whatever reason. Um, but I, I was gonna say something else about about. Oh yeah, I also just think like. You and I are kind of a little bit nerdy, like yeah, our interests. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and I feel like it kind of falls, like cartoon. something about people who like cartoons, it's a little like off the beaten path. Right. Like it's a little like, you know, a little, a little different. But I feel like okay. when given the choice, I would often pick something that's animated over mm. something with actors. It, it really depends, but sure. still, I, I just, I really enjoy the worlds. But so wait, okay. Yeah. Let's so even if you don't like cartoons, 
maybe this section might be for you, depending on your age. We're going to quickly talk about, like, some cartoon nostalgia. So, like, what mm. what shows do you remember, like, really enjoying as a kid? Yeah, let's talk about what shows we grew up on. And and for the record, we're just talking about TV here. There, yeah. We love animated movies, too. That's yeah. a whole other, oh, that's like a whole a whole other, other can of worms. But, um, so, I have a lot. A lot. I think we both have, oh, like, a yeah. long oh, list yeah. <laughs> of shows. We, and we'll name a lot of them here. And, yeah, maybe you'll go down memory lane. For context, I was born in 1992. Cass was born in 1997. So, like, we did cross paths on some of these shows, but some of them we missed since our age gap was bigger back then. You know, quote, right. unquote. I mean, it's the same age gap, but it, it felt bigger back then. Right. Um, one of my very, very favorites as a young kid, like this is more preschool age, was Little Bear. Oh. Um, and it's really funny because I look back at it now and it like, I know I say this term all the time. It's so annoying, but I feel like it is very like cottage core. Like, it's okay, like, but it totally oh, is. It is. They're like in the woods. <laughs> these animals like frolicking in a forest and like knitting a sweater for grandpa and like, baking a cake. And like, it's like, and the music is very like, calm. it was like my sick day show. Mm. I would sit with my dog, Sugar, who was like my mm. soul dog, like my, and we would, I would Sweet. be with Sugar when I, and I, I was sick a lot as a kid so this was like a problem every <laughs> once a week it was like every week I was watching Little Bear but I loved Little Bear I also a little older I was a fan of Rugrats I've talked about that before I had a Rugrats themed birthday party at one point um and a few others from like the younger age Franklin and Oswald yeah. and I know you watched Oswald I did watch too. Oswald it was such a chill show it was extremely <laughs> Cass and I <laughs> we've joked we've joked that those creators were kinda they were kinda vibing. They were they vibing made, hard. They were on, they were on something. <laughs> it's just very it's like so <laughs> like slow paced. Not much happens in the show. Yes. But it's yes. it's very calming. The music was like phenomenal. It's like this jazz. Oh, like <laughs> Yes. You look back at it now, and it was very yeah, like. But hey, I I would, I would love like that, that show on in the background, like to relax or something, because yeah. it's just so. It's extremely calming. Key. I may fall asleep. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, what about you? Okay, what were your childhood shows. Yes. Okay. So I trying to think. I loved a lot of the the shows that were on on PBS, and so um. Mm. But also a lot of the Disney, I think it was Playhouse Disney at the time, cartoons. There was, like, a Madeline cartoon that I really mm. loved. And we would, like, record it on VHS tape and I would watch it, like, in reruns and stuff. There were um, there were a lot of really great shows from when I was a lot younger. Um, I think there was, like, it was animated. It wasn't, like, a cartoon. Um, but, like, Roly Polioli. Um, oh. I like forgot about that show and I saw like on one of those like nostalgia pages, they posted the theme song and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> um, trying to think there was like, I think PB and J Otter, yeah. Max and Ruby. I, like, these were just slightly after my time, I think, but I like, yes. I oh my them, gosh. You know? Um, yeah. I think one that we also watched, which didn't maybe age as well was um but i really loved all of the animation too was little bill oh yes it it didn't age as well because <laughs> it, it was created by bill cosby so that's the Whoops. context there little bill genuinely what a lovely show though not to be confused with little bear different you know little bill little bill um and it was 
it, genuinely a delight. It was so lovely. Like there, and a lot of it was like about like manners and culture and, and stuff. And I mm-hmm. really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. How, how could I forget Blue's Clues? Of course. Okay. You're yes, yes. Of, of course. course. Um, there are just there's Arthur. so many. Arthur. Oh my gosh. One of the best shows ever made, Arthur. It's so funny. So my my brother was born in 1993 and the shows that you mentioned were all shows that he was like a huge ah, fan of like little bear arthur franklin yeah um, but you liked arthur too right i did man and i rewatched yeah, that arthur was great recently as an adult because through the library you can sometimes stream things for free and man that show holds up so well and like it's mm-hmm. it's funny it's witty there are some really solid, like, lessons in it. I really... It's a good show. It is. It is. It's very good. I can't... I can never pass an aardvark at the zoo without <laughs> thinking of Arthur. Arthur. Uh, what about as, like, an older kid? Okay, so, yeah. So, those were more, like, preschool. As we got into, like, you know, age 9, 10-ish, I do have quite a few. I'll try to list them off quickly. Okay. I really, really loved Hey Arnold. And I still do. I actually rewatched it during the pandemic. And it's like so the music is great. It's a really big ensemble cast, like really good lessons and morals. Um, I also really liked I liked As Told by Ginger and The Proud Family. The Proud Family. Um, But I have two other ones I know you've seen that you love, too, which were. Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron. Oh my gosh! And they go together <laughs> in my mind. Like, well, they had the crossover episodes, which is why they yes. go together in my mind too. They they were both so funny, both of them. Oh, totally. Um, and like, so those were the ones I liked when I was a little a little older. Those were a little more like elementary school. Yeah. You know? What about you? I loved those too. Um, I. Thinking of the PBS shows that I watch, I feel like after school I would like watch a lot of Dragon Tales and mm, Dragon Tales, Dragon yes. Tales, and then um, I really love the show Cyber Chase on PBS because it, like it had some really like powerhouse voice actors on there too. It was hilarious. I had like Christopher Lloyd and Gilbert <laughs> Gottfried. Like, oh, <laughs> how? But <laughs> but it was really like fun. I really liked the the cast and it was like mostly it was an educational show so it was mostly about like math and i really i'm a, i'm a, like a nerd i really liked math and so i liked the way that they solved the problems but also like the worlds that they were in were really kind of fun and interesting um yeah so i really liked that show but um trying to think of any ones that you didn't say oh my gosh of course how could i forget the cornerstone of the millennials <laughs> the the younger the millennials of our lives of our lives uh but if you talk to any like younger millennial or older gen z spongebob is like a formative part of our youth <laughs> and i knew that's what you were gonna say <laughs> Yes, I knew that's where you were going with this is Spongebob. And what's funny is I'm serious. I'm being serious. Like whenever people ask me, like, what were your favorite shows growing up? I never think of Spongebob because to me, it like transcends time and space. Like it genuinely, <laughs> it transcends like it genuinely time. does it's it. A, it it's, it's a concept. It's a state of it, being. <laughs> no, but like it doesn't feel like just a show from my childhood. Like it is the, the show yeah. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I saw like some Gen Z like roast that was like, oh, millennials need to stop like talking in Spongebob quotes. Oh, and I'm like, I, n- no. 
That's rude, first of all. Don't that take this so from us. offensive to me. <laughs> that is so offensive to me. My my goal is to make my nephews like it. My younger nephew said it was a baby show once. Excuse me? And my heart quite literally shattered into little bite-sized pieces. I, I'm, I feel a lot of things, but for, mostly hurt, really. Mostly, mostly disappointment and hurt. <laughs> I would say. Painful, man. It really, we'll get to that because Spongebob is one of the five shows that we have watched together. Any Um, others that we want to throw in? There's so many. There are so, I mean, I know, oh, the Wild Thornberries was great, which I know you haven't seen, but I loved it. Oh, we both really liked Maggie and the Ferocious Beast. Oh, what a gem. Maggie and the... And every single time we say one of these shows, by the way, I'm singing the theme songs all, all in my head. Yeah, right. Right away. Oh, I watched Clifford. Like, oh, man. I, I'm, Clifford, of course. Of course. Um, of course. So I was thinking recently about, like, representation in, in all forms. Because we've talked about disability representation in media. But, like, me, myself, being Latina, growing up in, like, a Latino family... Um, I realized that there were a couple cartoons or animated shows that were like important to me as far as representation goes. There was a there was a PBS show called Maya and Miguel, and it was like this. They were like fraternal twins, and they you know they were a lot of fun. They had this like big family. Their like grandma lived with them. I loved the grandma, um, and I just I really enjoyed like their whole family dynamic and like. Maya reminded me of my aunt because she was like, like very you know, hyperactive like, but in in like a really fun way. She was like a, lot, a blast, but she was always like, you know, trying to like create new, uh, inventive things. And and Miguel was kind of like the voice of reason. It was it was really fun. And then um, later on, as I was an older kid on like Disney Junior, I think. Um, there was like it was like Bob the Builder, but tools. It was called Handy Manny, and he was it was Aww. cute. He was a he was. I just liked that he was like I don't know. He was brown like my family a little bit, you yeah. know. Um yeah. And he had tool. I don't even know if the show had any Spanish in it. I just like it was pretty well established <laughs> though, and I was like, hmm, that's my guy. He's Manny. <laughs> and then were you a Dora the Explorer fan? I definitely watched it, but I like. <laughs> my brother and I growing up bilingual this is really funny we would like kind of ask ourselves like why are they repeating the words because we understood uh-huh. it in English and in Spanish yeah we're just yeah. like they're saying the word again down, obviously because it was like for four-year-olds right so it's like probably very frustrating for you but I I did I did still watch it for sure yeah no yeah it was it was on a lot so yeah. I feel like you couldn't miss it if <laughs> right you were, um, like in our generation you just couldn't miss. it was a very popular show very um Okay. But no, that's adorable. Representation hashtag rep matters. Hashtag um, representation. I'm. I, I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, because I was about to go off on a whole other tangent. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was tangent. Say, before, before we get into the five shows we've watched together, I do want to like shout out some shows that we've both seen and loved mm. as of recent that we haven't done for our buddy watch, but we still like consider like shows that we love together. Yes. Um, those shows are She-Ra, mm. um, Hilda, Hilda on Netflix. Highly recommend Hilda. Um, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. That one's on um, our these list. Are a lo- well, yeah, a lot of these are on our list to watch together eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because we've watched them both we've watched them all separately so we had to like give a little shout out to, right to those shows that we also love and this is not over yet but we're just we're just letting you in a little bit mm. into our, our cartoon in. adventure world. Oh yeah, because the cartoon adventures, I feel like they could go until we die. Like because Pretty it much. takes a long time, it takes like months just to watch one series. So and at the rate that we do it at, for sure. And like as yeah. we've gotten busier, you know, it, sometimes there's there are days where one or both of us is like traveling and makes it hard to watch the episodes or even like just send our little thoughts afterwards. Um, and so it's taken a little bit even longer, but still worth doing. Like, I think before the last show that we had watched together, um, Casey was like, oh, do you think we need a break or like, should we just like go right into it? And I was like, I don't, I don't want to break. And she was like, I want to watch cartoons with you until we die. <laughs> until we die. We've literally, we've talked about like having, literally having our, our like own children and like still like, being like, we have to watch this cartoon, kids. Everybody like, sit down. Everyone sit down. We have to watch our one cartoon Gotta send day. the thoughts to Aunt like, Case. And we will do it while we're traveling. Like we like make it happen. Like, oh yeah. We are like not, we are not skipping our cartoon thoughts. No, no. So, this is very oh my important. gosh. Are you ready to get into I'm it? I'm so then? excited. Uh, okay. Do you want to kick us off? We're so excited. So our first show that we watched together, buddy watch was Steven universe. Of as course. Cass said earlier, I watched Steven universe back in 2017 summer of 2017, because of course I remember yes, um, exactly what it was. Cause dates, I was living in New York. I was having a, like loving every moment of it. Then I told Cass about it. And at the time we weren't as close as we are now. Like we definitely were close, but we weren't mm-hmm. talking like as, as frequently. And so like when I recommended it and she started watching it in a few years later, I didn't know if she would like it or not because it's not really everybody's cup of tea. I feel like some people you would recommend it to right. and be like, what on earth? But you like loved it and it Ugh. just made my heart so full. It was so, it, it so was much. such a unique and special little show. And so I, I really did enjoy it. And I felt like even then before we had, had still gotten closer, um, it was fun because a lot of our relationship before was based around kind of a lot of what we do on the podcast but more where like we would relate on the the disability uh rare side of things and so like our facetimes would mostly be about that but now it was cool because then we were starting to like learn more about each other uh and then realized that we actually had a fair bit in common in that yeah. sense too which was really fun yeah, so like quick, quick synopsis. It's really a hard show to describe. I'll try to do my best. And Cass, you can like jump in after mm. me with anything I miss. Basically, we follow this kid named Steven. He is a part of this magical group called the Crystal Gems. Um, his mother, who is dead. See, it is, it's like, it, it's <laughs> deep. His mother, who is unfortunately dead, kind of died in childbirth, was the leader of this group. It is a group from outer space. So, like, his mother was from outer space. They're, like, kind of aliens. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of these alien gem beings. And that planet wanted to take over Earth, basically. But Stephen's mother was like, no, Earth is worth protecting and humans are worth protecting. So she started this rebellion. She's basically a war criminal. It's, like, really yeah. intense. But anyway, now that she's gone, it's up to Stephen and, and his few friends left on earth to try to save the world essentially um and anything else like that i yeah i mean like, i mean it's kind of hard to describe right like steven's like this 
or like pr- pretty much preteen. He's maybe like 12, 13 when the show starts. Um, and so he's like, he starts out as this like really like, I don't know, vibrant, a little bit hyper young kid. And mm-hmm. he is being raised by like the former, like, I don't know, they're part of like a rebellion group. And so like former other few, like intergalactic fugitives, if you will, um, that <laughs> were that. like yes. associated with his, his mom. And so, you know, being like, gem alien people like they don't really know that much about humans and so they're they're trying to kind of be his like surrogate moms but it's kind of like family dynamic in a way Mm -hmm. um and it's really cute and then like his dad is around and it's like it's really neat because it talks it touches on like family like you know emotional health interpersonal relationships um, yeah, it's all like all together really wholesome show, and the music is pretty. Yeah, the things I like about it, I think it's really the characters genuinely love each other so much, yeah. and it's like very like true, honest, like love. And I also think the music is great, as you know from my Spotify Wrapped many years <laughs> in a row. It's been in the top. The animation is really pastel and beautiful color palettes. Um, and it's really funny because it is, as the plot moves along, it kind of, the first season is a little more like relaxed and then it gets really involved and then there's these big reveals, like these big twists that happen and they've been plotting it from the very beginning. Like you can go back and see all the foreshadowing for all these things that they unveil and it's incredible. But it really made it fun to do voice memos talking about it back and forth because we would get really deep into the interpersonal relationships and we would be like, I just don't know if she's ready to be a mother yet. You know, like (laughs) like we would be like really like getting deep into like the thoughts of all these characters. And it was really like really it's a it's a show that's easy to do that with because there's so much interpersonal stuff going on and so much lore and so much like. And there's uh, a lot that's history like too. left up to the viewer to decide. Because yeah, there's, you're right. You are right. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's like some reveals of the backstory that Stephen really wouldn't be able to know anyway, besides like what the what the gem ladies that he lives with now can tell him. Um, but, the, you know, his mom isn't there to give her side of the story. And so he's also kind of piecing together what her life was. And yes. and that's really like part of the mystery of like who is this woman like you know how did she how did she start this whole thing and I don't know it's really really cool because you get to learn as he gets to learn so mm-hmm. there's not like too much advanced knowledge that is given to like you the viewer um so you really like you really do get surprised by the by the yeah. like big reveals and something I love about the message of this show, and one of the main messages I think of this show, is kind of like they're the hero of the of the story and the villain of the story. It's not always black and white of like mm-hmm. who's the hero and who's the villain, and like that everybody has layers. And like you might think somebody's the hero, and then you're like, whoa, they are not what I expected, and right. things like that. So I I really love exploring that. So yeah, it's a it great was one. really it's fun really- and like. I they had there's a movie after it that we also watched together it's not very long it's like an hour and 10 maybe and so we just Mm -hmm. like watched half of the movie and then sent thoughts and then the other half and it was it was still just it was a blast so 
Yes. Especially, like, a show that, like, Case had introduced me to. And because, like, we also, like Case said, there was a lot of foreshadowing. So then getting to rewatch it with, like, the knowledge of, of how the story yeah. ends. You're like, oh, wow, you see things in a little bit different light. It's really neat. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a lovely time. It was special. So, like, after that, though... We decided, I don't know if we took too long of a break there, but we did decide to finally, it's, it was time to watch. It was time. SpongeBob. It was, SpongeBob. It was a kind of an abrupt Square shift pants. from a sh- <laughs> Square Pants. It was kind of an abrupt <laughs> shift, though, from the Steven Universe, which is like kind of a little bit deeper. And ha- SpongeBob, I don't think it's that deep, but like. <laughs> no, and that's it's not supposed to be, but it was funny going from our memos of like, well, what do you think about this war crime yeah. and the rebellion? And then going to SpongeBob being like, well, you know, it was funny to like try to send thoughts about the SpongeBobs. Usually we would kind of just say like what we think our funniest moments were because it is uh, one of the funniest things ever created. Oh do not gosh. argue with me. I I could go on and on about this. Like, yes, we do have nostalgic love for it because we grew up with it. But genuinely, I don't even think it's nostalgia. I think it genuinely is absolutely brilliant. And it's, it is it is totally worth all the hype. And yeah, yeah. it is such, <laughs> such good comedy. Like, it's I so can't even funny. express. Well, okay. And, and so the tea, though, is that... Yeah, Spongebob is, like, a really long show. If you don't know anything about it, you would see, like, oh, there are, like, I don't know, probably 20-something seasons. But yes. I think the many of the people in our generation tend to agree that the, the quote-unquote, the golden age of this show was the first three seasons, and that's what we watched. Um, and it was... It was so good. Like I've I've seen and reseen and reseen these episodes so many times throughout my life, but to get to share them was really special and really fun and I yeah, I don't know. Brought up a lot of memories of like watching it like as a kid and watching it yes. with other people, which is really cool. Yes, every episode was like reminding us of times in our life that we watched it and so many childhood memories. And I, I mean, we've both seen them all probably like 50 times each. Like, yeah, like easily. literally, like we can quote all of it. <laughs> um, and so I was really excited to like watch it again in my adult, all of it again in my adult years because I hadn't done that. But literally, one of the most like amazing shows ever crafted by human hands. <laughs> it really like. I just, it's really cool because the characters, the the characters on it are, are fully realized from the first episode. Like, you know, a lot of shows take a while to get started. SpongeBob knew what it was and who it was. Like from day one, it it was on, it came out swinging and we don't really, I mean, it's been on for like, yeah, uh, 24 years it's been on the air and it hasn't stopped. So, like, we don't know if, like, it ever did get better. But I think a lot of people, like you said, agree the first three seasons are the best. Yeah. Do you – and do you have some favorite episodes? Oh, my gosh. So, I – so, I always, like, tease Case because she knows, like, the episode titles for, like, Steven Universe and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, two of her very favorite shows. But, like yes. – I know all of the episode titles for SpongeBob. I actually don't really know them for Steven <laughs> and, as well. Okay. But I do okay. for I do for Buffy, I know all of them. And for the next show we're gonna talk about, I do. 
uh, know them a little better for some reason. I don't know why, but SpongeBob. No, I. You and I were talking about this lately, so now some of the episodes are in my brain. But I am so bad with the titles of these episodes for some reason because there's a lot of them. I guess I don't know. I uh, yeah. So like, if if you ever if you ever forget one, don't worry. I'll probably know it. And this I, is like I, good, information I'd never have divulged elsewhere because I feel like people will think that I'm strange <laughs> for knowing all of the episodes. <laughs> I didn't no. commit them to memory but here we are yes um so what are some let's of see your pizza highlights? delivery is such a classic it's like a fan favorite sure for sure of course, of um, course. man i love um chocolate with nuts is probably one of my faves chocolate with nuts might be the best episode in it's the series so i love good. the bomb one a lot what is that one which one the bomb. Oh, dying for pie. <laughs> dying for pie is brilliant. The bomb. Um, band geeks. Band geeks is one of my. If favorites. you want to watch like potentially the most remarkable performance ever to hit television, you should watch band geeks. <laughs> no exaggeration. No at exaggeration all. at all. Um, um, the one I you like Krabby, Krabby Patties, don't you, Squidward? Oh, one. just one bite. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, of course you know the night yeah. shift. One. Graveyard shift. <laughs> Graveyard shift. I feel like this is like a quiz. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, uh, rock bottom. The one with the thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> rock bottom is really funny. Rock bottom is great. That uh, is great. Uh, I love. Uh, let's see. Survival of the idiots, where like they're like Sandy's in hibernation and they're in the tree dome. Oh, yes, uh, yes. But I think chocolate with nuts might take the cake i think it might be my favorite oh the camping episode oh of course of course (laughs) oh man it's so many oh the christmas christmas who christmas who oh yes you know what i feel like i hardly ever saw maybe like once or twice as a kid oh shanghai shut up shanghai is probably another favorite forget about it Uh, what a great one man we we could literally list like every other episode like we could but we should probably move on i think so i Um, think i think the viewers of the viewers the listeners spongebob is great (laughs) if you didn't know now you know if you if you don't know now you know um, now you know. Okay. The next ep- show, I was going to say episode. The next show we watched together was another Nick cartoon. And neither of us watched it while it aired. We only ever right. watched it in adulthood, which is kind of wild. But it was Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, and man, was that so fun to watch together. Mm, it was a treat. Yeah, this show started, I believe, in 2004. It was definitely the early 2000s. And I am blown away at how good it is for being that old. Yeah. Because shows like Steven Universe and the next few shows we're going to mention are are newer cartoons, newish cartoons. But Atla, or Avatar The Last Airbender, is old. And Cass and I didn't watch it until 2018 and 2020, respectively. Yeah. But, well, I was 2018, you were 2020. Um, But it was... It's just, it blows me away for how old it is. So anyway, yeah. but so, can... so Avatar, like, quick synopsis, right? Um, this is like a kind of a, a magical world in a sense where um, there are different elemental powers that exist within different regions of this world. So there's water, earth, air, and fire. And so there's only one person in this world 
who can control all four of the elements. Not everyone has, like, elemental powers, but some people do. They call them benders, right? Um, but the Avatar is supposed to be, like, this kind of unifying force between all of the different, like, kingdoms that exist that have, uh, do, I don't know, these different elemental powers. Um, and at the time that the story starts, like, the Fire Nation is trying to conquer the entire rest of the world. Like, they're they're you know, burning down places and taking them over in their name. And the only person that can put a stop to this is the Avatar, this kind of unifying force. But the Avatar has been missing for like a hundred years. Um, and then in the first episode, you see that like the Avatar is actually this like 12 year old kid who was accidentally like preserved in ice slash frozen in an iceberg and then gets basically thawed out and is like, oh my gosh, a hundred years have passed and we need to you know, we need to, like, fix the world. And it's really cool because, like, it's this group of kids who have, like, such a really great relationship together, all of them. And they all bring something unique to the table. And they're all traveling throughout this this world. And you get to see different kingdoms. And and it's it's really well done. I feel like when I first heard about this show, people had this, like, cult following. And people were like, it's, like, the best show ever made. And I was like, I find that hard to believe but <laughs> but it is I was one really of those brilliant. people <laughs> because I, I I mean I know everyone's opinion is different but I do I am kind of in the camp of like it is one of the very best shows ever made like I really do I really do feel that because it's just the animation stunning amazing it's really perfect the writing is so well paced and so yeah. good and it's and it it's you know SpongeBob you can watch it out of order each episode is its own you know singular story kind of whereas Avatar the Last Airbender it really does follow this through line story that you have to mm-hmm. you know watch in order because you know and I, I it's a traveling show like every episode they're visiting visiting a new village and like and it's cool because they'll meet like a random character at one of these villages and you won't see them again for like two seasons and then all of a sudden they pop up again later and you're like oh my gosh that person actually like had something to do you know with yeah. this mission and um and also we love we've talked about this there yes. is blind girl representation oh, because so one cool. of the greatest characters Toph, Toph. is blind yeah yes. and like what's really cool about Toph as a character um, is that like we've again we've talked about this before but it's probably been like a hot minute um what's really cool is that like she comes in at the midway point of the second season which is coincidentally like the midway point of the whole show um and her like she ends up joining the group she's not just like a one-off character and she has right she ends up having like a really profound impact on the end like they really kind of couldn't do things without her and mm-hmm. she's really cool because she is in fact very powerful she has like a chip on her shoulder for sure because she has like something to prove and and it's really 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 great to see that kind of a representation that she's not just like some side character she's actually a huge part of the story while not even being the main but still like a main character um and she's like she's feisty and funny and yeah it's good and the group just has so much love it's such a cool friendship dynamic the show has a lot of cool um like redemption arcs and a lot of like uh, you know it, it talks a lot about forgiveness and 
things like that. I think it has good, like, messages. I think so. Um, that anybody, and I think, like, anybody can enjoy it, whether your gender, your age. Like, like I think it's, like, just a universally likable show. Like, I think, mm-hmm. like, a lot of, uh, you can watch it with just about anybody, and I think they would all find something in it that yeah. they relate to or they like. And it's, it's just wild because the, the writing is so good where, like, it's got its, like, comedic moments, and, and they are very funny. funny. Yeah. Like, they make you laugh. Yeah. Um, but it, it does... Mm-hmm handle serious topics pretty well and seamlessly where it it fits right into the story doesn't feel like here's a lesson for the kids right and there is a spinoff called legend of Korra, um which we also watched not together and it it legend of Korra, i think when it's when it's good it's really good but then it does have like its weaker moments yeah um whereas i think avatar the last airbender is pretty consistently great the whole time i mean every Um, show has like it's kind of filler episodes and yeah obviously this is no exception exception that's the right word (laughs) no exception (laughs) but but by and large, most of the episodes are really good and advance the plot, which is also really impressive that they took that risk so early on because it really is much better suited for a streaming platform where you can actually see that through line. Um, but, mm-hmm. to, but to take a risk and potentially miss before that was a really widely consumed form of, of content delivery is actually really cool of Nick to do. Yeah, it's true. Our next show that we watched together was a show neither of us had seen before, and this was the first time we had watched a show that neither of us had seen before. And that show was The Owl House, brought to you by Disney Plus. Yes. Um, and it's uh, really cute. It follows this girl named Luce, and she is Latina, so representation Paula. there, which we <laughs> love. She kind of is an outcast in school. She's kind of having a hard time, and she finds herself in this this fantasy world called the what is it boiling Boiling isles Isles? yes the boiling isles um and she meets this woman who's kind of like a magical witch named ida who lives in the owl house and she takes loose under her wing and uh loose starts learning magic and going to school and it's kind of hard because she is she feels like she fits in in this in this world whereas on earth she was an outcast but she also misses her mom who is still on Earth. So she kind of has choices to make of, you mm-hmm. know, if she's going to stay here. And, um, and yeah, it, it's a fun little ride. It's, it's still airing. So technically it's not actually, over yet. Actually, I don't know. If oh, no, s- is it canceled? No, I don't know if you saw the, the last episode in season three, but it was definitely the finale. Oh, really? Oh, yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen. Um, well... That's unfortunate. Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, we'll have to we'll, maybe we'll talk kinda, about it. Yeah, it seemed like it was leading up to a finale because the episodes just kept getting longer and longer. They were it was almost like a mini series. They were like an hour long. Um, it was a really interesting but, way to do a, a finale, honestly. Yeah, yeah, but um, no, it was a cute show, and overall, like I think maybe it was our least favorite of the five that we've watched but yeah. it doesn't mean that we didn't have like a fun time with it i think it was still i think a fun one it was cool because being a show that neither of us had seen um we got to speculate together instead of you yeah. know always knowing what was coming so we were like oh i wonder how like you know I, we and we didn't really know much about the show we kind of heard through the grapevine like oh this is kind of a good show and so um 
we didn't really know what we were in for and you know trying to be like oh i wonder okay so this is like this is how the show is gonna be all right and i think um it i think for us it did take a while to for us to really get into it um Mm -hmm. i think the it wasn't ever bad like there were never parts where either of us thought like oh i don't really care much for this show it was good but it didn't immediately grab us yeah no, you're right. You're right. And it got way more intense. And it was fun to speculate, like, Cass at one point. Oh, my gosh. You I was getting so, so into it, them, though. Tell them what you did. There was, like, there was like a, handwriting on it. There was, like, a scene a... with handwriting. It was, like, a cliffhanger ending of an episode. And I literally I paused it, and I sent her a picture. I was like, uh-huh. look at the handwriting in this scene and in that scene. It's she was not like, the same. Like... <laughs> This handwriting doesn't match this one, but it matches this. And it, like, um, so it is fun when you haven't seen a show together to speculate about yeah. what's going to happen with it. So, no, it was a well done show. I think all the others on our list are like very favorite. So it's hard to compete hard. with perfection. Like the all these other ones are like almost perfect. So it's, <laughs> it's hard to like it. So it, it almost makes it sound like the Owl House wasn't good when, in fact, it was a perfectly fine show. It was a good show. It was a good show. It was a solid watch. Um, but but it wasn't. Just quite on the level of perfection in our eyes. This is, of course, all of our This is very opinion, subjective. <laughs> or maybe it is objective and we're just correct. We're right all I the mean, time. I mean, this is our show. We can be correct. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, we are right and you are wrong. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so the, the, the last show that we've seen together, and by far not the last forever, but the most recent... Right was also on Disney Plus and we had a rule that we weren't going to watch like children's shows per se. Now, we are we have already violated that rule and we plan to do so a little bit uh, again, but with good reason. And when we say children, we mean like preschool. Yes. Yes. Right, because, like, Steven and Atler and Spongebob are still, like, children's shows. But we had kind of yeah. vowed to not watch, like, preschool shows. <laughs> but, you guys, we watched Bluey, and let me tell you, it was absolutely wonderful. <laughs> Such a light in my life. So we both, like, learned about Bluey from TikTok, we uh, it ended up on both of our for you pages, and I had heard of this show that it was like something that parents would put on for their young kids, but after watching a few clips that had come up on TikTok, I was like, that was actually very lovely and and likable, and mm-hmm. so we we kind of I was like, have you seen this before? And of course, she also <laughs> had on her for you page, and so um, of course we were like should we do this? Should we watch this together? And I, I also had a friend who came to visit me in December and she was, she was like, have you ever seen Bluey? And I was like, I've seen it on TikTok, but not really. Why? She was like, man, I love it. Like I'll, when people come over, like, and she's my age with other adult friends, right? When people come over, I like put it on in the background and everybody loves it. It's like so like wholesome and wonderful. You should watch it. And I was like, oh, okay. Glowing review. Yeah, it has quite the following on TikTok, it, uh, like with, from adults, you know, and like one of my closest friends who is not even a cartoon watcher, which is really a, a tragedy. That's in itself, probably her, her biggest flaw. Uh, 
De- most definitely, but she's even <laughs> watching Bluey. I mean, like literally everyone and their mother is watching Bluey right now. My actual mother mom, is watching Bluey. Yeah, right your now. actual mother watches Bluey. <laughs> it's like, um, it's it definitely ha- has taken on a. It's very popular. It's ta- it's and for good reason. For good reason. So like the, I mean, there's not much of a synopsis, but like the the general vibe of this show is, um, they're two young kids everyone in the show is like a different kind of dog but you know they talk they're kind of anthropomorphic and um there's bluey and she's six and bingo and she's four so they live together with their mom and dad and it's a lot of the show revolves around like play and imagination and bluey and bingo are very like imaginative girlies and they love to create their own fun and their games and they play with other kids but I think really where this show shines is you get a lot of their parents and their parents are like amazing parents <laughs> yeah and it's, yeah. it's unreal like they they really love to play with their kids and they like they're very invested in the games that they're playing with these make-believe games with their kids and it's mm-hmm. amazing yeah, I think one of my favorite parts about Bluey is, like, you'll have this really simple concept. It'll be an episode about, like, about nothing, essentially. It's about, like, riding a bike or, so, you know, something very basic. And you're like, okay, you're watching it. And these episodes are, like, eight minutes long, they're right? They're short. short. <laughs> so, you're, so you're watching it, and you're like, okay, this is about riding a bike or whatever. And then every single time almost in the last <laughs> minute of the episode, they, like, pull one over on you, and they all of a sudden, like, twist it around to make it this really, like, poignant meaningful message and like it's it's funny because it like sometimes is so unexpected and it really teaches you so many good lessons which is so like cheesy to say since it's like a literally a toddler show but like if I were ever a parent like it is like a rule book for parents on like how to be a great parent (laughs) and and I think we can all learn something from it. It's really like oh, yeah. lovely, lovely messages. The music, the back, oh. they don't sing on it, but the background music is like so incredible. So beautiful. Um, and it's just like really <laughs> lovely. I've seen like some like adult satire about it um, in like the best light, like where um, it was like couple puts parenting decisions on hold until the episode of Bluey about it comes out so that they will (laughs) make decisions. Yes. (laughs) No, but seriously, I'm serious. I would not, you know, the books, like what to expect when you're expecting all these books and stuff. Forget it. Throw them in the trash. I'm watching Bluey to learn, like, I saw someone like comment that they were like, if if my wife and I died in a horrible accident, I would want my children (laughs) raised by Bandit and Chili, the parents on the show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're such good parents. It's so it is literally like a warm hug of a show and it's, it's so and I think it, it goes to show that really good entertainment can be enjoyed by all ages. And if you're making something that's pandering to kids and it's not it like, you know, give kids some intelligent kids are intelligent and like, you know, give them credit where credit is due. And if you make a show that is really can be enjoyed by everyone, then that's that's a good show yeah. right there. You and know, it's like funny. Like there were there were episodes yeah, that were is. Like making me laugh like out loud, you know, and and but it also makes us cry. Oh like man, cry. I've teared up so many times watching Bluey. Yeah, it's it's insane. It gets you in the tugs at your heartstrings for sure. It's really a great one. I think we've watched five really really 
good shows. And Bluey is still going, too, mm-hmm. actually. It's not over yet, either. Um, but, yeah, it just explores some really good topics and, and really good. And I think, like, for me, I think the overall message of Bluey is, like, let kids be kids. Don't stress too much yeah. about them getting dirty or whatever. They're only kids once, you know, and yeah. to just try to. And it's easier said than done, obviously, oh, to not yeah. be stressed as a as a parent. But it's just, you know, it really, that's kind of live in the moment, I guess, is, like, the message of the show to me. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And it's so fun because we're we're taking a little bit of a break right now because both of us are going out of town soon yeah but we have many plans for the future oh yes we are not stopping we are riding this train for a while we're continuing and it's been like so fun i'm just so glad that even though we're adults and we're watching cartoons and that's a little weird i'm glad that that we have this girl it's really not (laughs) see i don't i don't think it's weird but i feel like some people like don't get that at all i don't know but i don't get them (laughs) i don't get them but no i feel like so glad that you um that you're on this that you enjoy it too no same over that and yeah it's just like another really fun way for us to i don't know keep our friendship alive from a distance um, yeah, it to, is. To be able to do, basically, we're doing an activity together because that's the one thing you really miss out on when you have a long distance friend where, like, you pro- you might talk, like, all the time, but you don't have that, like, doing life together. And I, yeah. and I feel like the closest thing you can come to is trying to, like, do an activity. And mm-hmm. this is kind of it. And it's really, it's really been fun. And, and, like, we send like these really long, like at like five minutes long or more. Yes, just talking about episodes <laughs> of cartoons, which is so. And, and also like Casey, she, Casey does like actual research, and so she knows like a lot about like oh this the uh-huh. the creator of the show actually wanted it to be like this and like and they. Uh-huh. You know, like, that's me. But, yes, but I'm no, the, it's I'm awesome. Random facts. Yes, I really like no, it. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I'm like the little like Google or Wikipedia page. Like, <laughs> it's so oh fun. Gosh. I feel like yeah. I get to learn so much from you too. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, we both we both um you know contribute to the to the watching experience for each other. And then I feel like we'll always have our memories of each other associated with these episodes now too. Like I feel like now every time I watch one of these episodes, I'll remember what you said about it. Yeah, same. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah it's so much fun and so fun love watching tv shows love it can't wait to get we'll have to do a part two episode one day the next five the, right we'll do our, our next five and then we'll do a part two years from now when we watch five more can't oh, wait whenever we we'll get keep you updated on what show we're on i feel like we've been doing that anyway kind of keeping everybody updated on what show that we're currently watching it's often so. at the end of the episode so if you if this is like news to you like i don't know maybe like finish listening to an episode yeah, I'm just kidding. yeah. <laughs> it sounds really judgmental i don't mean it to be <laughs> oh my gosh well thank you so much for listening we will see you, in two, see you weeks. in two weeks bye, bye.